This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Hello everyone, uh, welcome to another podcast session by the Kenyan Wall Street. Today we are pleased to introduce to you a very new segment called the Weekly Market Review, becoming one of the first products we're launching in 2021. So every week on Monday we'll be having a preview of the previous week, we'll be giving you a bit of insights of how the market performed last week and what you can be able to expect this week on the market from the news last week. My name is Felix Ocheng and I'm joined here by my co-host will be here as well every week. His name is Eric Asuma. Eric? Uh, thank you, Felix, for having me in the show today. It's something that we are uh, looking, we are very excited about, particularly because we want to uh, enable, give our, our audience access to information to enable them make smarter investment decisions, particularly uh, in this year of 2021. So thank you very much, and I'm looking forward to, to conversing with you. Awesome, Eric. So maybe we just kickstart off. How was your week last week? What um, do you think of the week? What did you take of the NSC? Interesting. I had a very good week. Mm-hmm. I had a very good weekend. Uh, and particularly last week, a, lot, a number of things happened both locally and globally. And locally, what, uh, what, I, was very, what I was keenly watching was on a few counters like Safarco, which touched an all-time, an all-time high of 35.05, if I'm not wrong. Uh, so I think the, the stock the stock price has been rising that counter particularly I think it's been driven by uh, foreign investors. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your views on that particular share price? Well, um, I think first of all, you know, Safaricom. If you're looking at it outside the technical aspect, looking at Safaricom from a fundamental aspect, mm-hmm. Safaricom has a stable balance sheet. Safaricom has has had a little bit of. Uh, positive growth in terms of share price. Mm-hmm. Safaricom is one of the few companies that gave investors uh, returns last year uh, or at least had a little bit of a positive impact on portfolio if we're looking on year-on-year performance mm-hmm. uh, of the company. I think it would be wise to note that um, Safaricom has been trading at a high because of an increased foreign demand um, just as you've mentioned, last week we saw foreigners really coming into, uh, into, 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 into uh, the market and buying and that is basically what caused uh, a little bit of growth and a continued rise on, 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 on the share price performance mm-hmm. of Safaricom. Mm-hmm. So we're likely to see the company um, continue to trade within these price levels for quite some time and I believe that it might actually even go higher. Mm-hmm. If we get data, if we get the approval from uh, from from the Ethiopian um, regulatory authorities, so that it can be able to venture into Ethiopia, which most investors have been waiting for, and I believe even right now some of the reasons why Safaricom is actually rising is because most of in, most most investors are actually anticipating uh, for Safaricom to. Probably start trading into 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 Ethiopia to to start doing business in Ethiopia. Okay. I think something that we are all uh, waiting for. Okay. Uh, do you think the, the 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 same share price could be driven by the recent uh, waivers to the central bank? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's what sort I think is it's probably uh, 
uh, rallying, we are seeing banking stocks becoming a little bit of resilient. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, as we all know, CBK put in a few measures so as to cushion the local manenchi from uh, uh, on the impact of COVID-19. So I know banks, um, you sending money to the mobile wallet was actually free. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no cost and I believe also you having transact. there are few transactions that uh, Safaricom had wavered as well. Mm-hmm. So Safaricom doing, one one is the reintroduction of those charges and Safaricom doing a restructuring mm-hmm. um, of those charges. I believe uh, as from 1st of January, Safaricom had, had a, um, they had restructured their uh, investor transaction fees mm-hmm. where the higher you transact, mm-hmm. Uh, there was a little bit of tariff change on, on the transactions uh, of, on mobile transfer charges basically mm-hmm. and so I think that was a little bit of a positive mm-hmm. um, change to uh, to the company's trading price and we also think that also affected the banks because mm-hmm. um, as long as investors are possibly hoping for a little bit of a, a gain mm-hmm. on, 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 on these companies in the financial year 2021 mm-hmm. So that means investors who are taking positions right now are actually looking on the financials for next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the financial that will be released next year, which is now the current financial year. So I think that is something that we're likely to look into. What do you think? Interesting. Speaking of the banking sector, mm-hmm. uh, the banking sector actually closely followed Safaricom in terms of in terms of turnover. Yeah. And I think one of the trends that has happened over in the recent weeks is most of the listed banks have issued profit earnings. This yeah. kind of anticipation that look their profits for the uh, for the full year will be much lower than the previous period. Mm-hmm. And I think the latest bank, I think around is it the sixth the sixth bank to issue a profit warning. Yes. I think is Coke Bank. Yes. Uh, what do you think uh, on this on this uh, profit warnings that they now they now have a new term called? Uh, they have a new term which they call which the shareholder statements. Well, um, <laughs> very interesting to put it as shareholder statements yes. out there. Yeah. Uh, I think we're seeing most of these companies trying to bring in, um, they're basically trying to prepare investors for profits decline um, on, at, at an earlier stage. And like recent times where we've seen companies issue both the profit warning and the financial results at probably within the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, seen, we've seen companies like ABSA, mm-hmm. um, we've seen NCBA uh, issue profit warning, we, we know housing finance has also issued a profit warning. So this is likely to be uh, what we're going to look at this year mm-hmm. and I think that is something that we should all expect these companies because of the impact that generally was there on, 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 uh, due to COVID-19. Mm-hmm. We've seen, we know that there was a decline in business, leave alone just the transaction charges that we discussed earlier on. There was a decline in, in business out here. But investors are turning to be a little bit of, investors are turning to be a little bit resilient in terms of um, investing strategies because most investors are now starting to look long term instead of, uh, we're, seeing a little, we're seeing more investors pulling out of the technical aspect of investing and most people are looking on long term uh, returns. Uh, Coke Bank issued a profit warning. You've probably seen the resilience in the price. The price has been at around 13 for a very long time, uh, for, for, for the past one week. And even on the day when they announced the results, investors had probably hoped that the, we'd have a decline as uh, investors that the market would react to uh, the norm 
which has always been whenever there's a profit warning, the price would decline. Okay. We saw that didn't happen to cooperative bank. Okay. So I think that is something to look into. I believe in the long run, this will be something good for the market. Okay, yeah. interesting. And I think uh, another thing that I think it's very important to, to our audience will be on the fixed income segment, mm-hmm. uh, whereby I think last week CBK advertised bit worth uh, 61.2 billion. Yeah. And, and they received an, an oversubscription of nearly 250 percent. Mm-hmm. And again, today the central bank uh, also invited bids for a 16-year-old infrastructure bond worth around 50 billion. Mm-hmm. I think they said this uh, funds collected from this will go towards infrastructure projects in the 2020-2021 budget. Yeah. Um, which I think they allocated around part of that should go to the SGR phase two. The last project, five yeah. billion for the Mombasa road project. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what's your view on this in terms of such investment opportunities, particularly during this such mm-hmm. such a time? Well, um, I think you know our government has been on the spree for uh, borrowing, which is I think the government is really putting a little bit of liquidity mm-hmm. on the local fixed income segment. Mm-hmm. We saw an oversubscription. You saw guys um, subscribing. The government has issued a 25 billion offer and they've seen 65 billion. Uh, guys bidding up to 61 billion, mm-hmm. which I think is something that uh, really came in as a surprise because investors were generally, earlier on, investors were a bit skeptical mm-hmm. on investing on the local market, uh, the local bond market. Mm-hmm. But I see that it's become a good option right now for investors who are looking on capital preservation for the long term because mm-hmm. um, I think this is something that we would all really want to uh, look into. Mm-hmm. The government bringing, a, bringing up a new IFB, mm-hmm. <coughs> that's very good as well. Mm-hmm. IFBs are some of the most lucrative bonds for investors to invest in mm-hmm. and I think the government is taking that advantage of the previous oversubscription and bringing in another IFB mm-hmm. so that guys can be able to have um, Investors who are interested in fixed income securities are always in a position to get access to that as well. So that is something that I believe is is good. Also considering that these bonds will be tradable mm-hmm. once once the they've been listed on the secondary market, they'll be tradable on the NSE. Mm-hmm. So that will also bring in a little bit of liquidity on the bond market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Now I think uh, we can discuss about the global markets, particularly what's happening in the US. We saw uh, last week. Uh, some U.S. lawmakers called for Trump's impeachment mm-hmm. due to <laughs> due to the riots that happened, I think, on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and I think, despite that, the, the major indices in the U.S. the, the Dow touched all-time highs during that period, mm-hmm. uh, which which means that look, investors aren't aren't really worried about the political turmoil that's happening there, mm-hmm. but but. They are continuing to buy this. They they are continuing to to, to buy shares instead of uh, probably holding back because of the turmoil. Uh, what's your view in terms of what's happening in the global markets? Well, um, I think I, I don't know. I don't know if you agree with me, Eric. But you know, you know this. Um, the, the global markets. Whatever we're trying to see is investors are actually looking on a long-term resilience for markets. Mm-hmm. Markets are trying to pull away from the norm that has always been mm-hmm. that if, if there's a negative political um, uh, 
impact that it has to really have a negative impact on the on, on the on the market. Mm-hmm. The main reason, whatever investors were really looking up to, was the certification of the electoral college vote mm-hmm. uh, by the U.S. Senate. Mm-hmm. And I think once that went through and that was confirmed, mm-hmm. we had a little bit of a rally uh, on the on the NYC. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that uh, turned out to be very good. Also looking on to Trump being banned from most of the social media platforms, which oh, yes. which mm-hmm. uh, he's always used, and Trump, known as a tweeting president, has always had a little bit of impact on financial markets mm-hmm. just by putting up a tweet. Mm-hmm. So with that, I believe there was a little bit of a controlled impact mm-hmm. uh, that he had on the financial markets, and so investors continued to trade as normal. I think that is something that we are all looking up to places where even here on the uh, on, on on the local market, we are hoping that we would have markets that are resilient to, mm-hmm. to, to, to investors where you'd find that if there's a political impact on the economy, mm-hmm. it doesn't have, unless it's a very long-term impact. Mm-hmm. But short-term impacts, I don't think they're supposed to be affecting markets. And that was a good one. I believe we'll be able to emulate that soon mm-hmm. on the Nairobi Securities Exchange as well. Okay, interesting. Um, I think uh, another interesting thing was uh, on uh, the, the rally in Tesla share price. Mm-hmm. Uh, which led to Elon Musk now being becoming the richest man uh, in the world. I think that's mostly been driven by the news that look in twenty in twenty twenty they, they they nearly hit their target of delivering five hundred thousand yeah. uh, cars. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, mostly investors are optimistic and anticipate that look uh, Tesla probably will continue to deliver not just on the cars but they have a big chunk of services that that they haven't really monetized. Specifically, in the software bit of the business. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Tesla going forward? Uh, is it a buy for you, or are you holding? Or what well, you well, well um, I think one of the things with, with, with Tesla is these are some of those companies that we see what technology is doing to companies. Hmm. Eric, Tesla last year delivered year on year performance was seven hundred and forty three percent. So you'd imagine if you put in uh, one one USD. On Tesla, you'd come and find the value has risen to about uh, 173 mm-hmm. uh, to 743, which I think was something that we, we were really looking uh, into. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's never too late for an investor to jump into the market, mm-hmm. but I believe just as every investor has always been looking at, it's always good to have a little bit of caution when you're investing to mm-hmm. some extent. Mm-hmm. You have to find out if you're overexposing yourself into uh, into a company. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with the, uh, for Tesla right now, I think it's still a good opportunity for you to invest. Mm-hmm. It's still a good opportunity for someone to hold. The delivery is still coming. Mm-hmm. We're going green. Mm-hmm. If, if we, the, the entire world we have a campaign, I know to some extent we might not be able to afford it, but everybody mm-hmm. is hoping to go green. Yeah. So we're looking at these deliveries rising year on year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see companies like Apple and even Hyundai yeah. working into partnerships mm-hmm. where they can be able to, uh, to, 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 to work on, on, on uh, electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. So I think these are things that we're likely to expect. As long as Tesla is still the market lead on electric vehicles, mm-hmm. we're still likely to see the surge in prices. Okay, interesting. Um, I think to our audience, one of the things that I'll be keenly watching is the development of the vaccine. Yeah. I, see, I think we are seeing a number of countries across Europe uh, bringing in more lockdowns. Yeah. Despite the 
despite the availability of vaccine and all that, yeah. I think there's this new strain that's that giving people a lot of headache. Yeah. So I think uh, we are likely to continue. Uh, we're likely to see a lot of uh, uh, a lot of activity in the markets. Uh-huh. Um, probably more than we saw in 2020. Yeah. So uh, I think there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot to be followed up on the vaccine side of things. Uh, probably on uh, what's happening on the social media share prices, given what they've done to Trump shutting them down in accounts, and particularly on uh, the prices of oil and Bitcoin. Yeah, um, Eric, you, it's it's very good you've mentioned uh, what's happening. On, on, on most of these markets, what is it that we're supposed to, uh, to expect? We saw Twitter prices, uh, the trading price for Twitter had a, a small decline. Uh, that is on Friday after they announced that they would uh, ban Trump uh, from, uh, from, from their platform, which I think uh, was fairly uh, not bad. We saw the price come down, I think, by about 1.6%. And that is not bad. We are likely to see the same on most of these companies. You see, the challenges, and we also saw WhatsApp introduce new privacy uh, features, yeah. which I think yes. most of the public don't really agree to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see, WhatsApp as a subsidiary of Facebook is really going to have a little bit of effect on the company yeah. okay. generally. Considering there's already a lot data, a lot of data that we see Facebook already has on its users. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really looking on, this is personally for me what I'm likely to expect is, is on uh, Boeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the crash that happened, uh, the, the Indonesian flight that crashed on Over Saturday. The yeah, we are likely to see a little bit of a, of a decline on the price. You know, it comes at a, at a very unfortunate time when the company just received approval mm-hmm. from FAA to resume the flight, uh, to resume flights of the, uh, the, the, the seven. The seven three seven and seven eight seven max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that one is likely to have a bit of a challenge. Uh, so that one is, yeah, it's a seven seven eight seven max. So we'd likely to see that uh, decline as well. Okay, uh, I think that's it for today's uh, markets discussion. Uh, I think uh, our readers should look should always look forward to these insightful discussions every Monday. Yeah. Uh, probably your closing remarks. <laughs> remarks, Felix. Uh, so guys, thank you. Thanks a lot for this uh, podcast session. We'd like to hear your feedback. If you have any question for us, please feel free. You can always be able to reach out to us on um, editorial at kenyanwallstreet.com. Uh, we'll always be able to hear out your views. And stay safe, guys. You hear there's a new strain for COVID virus. Please keep safe and see you again next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.